It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah! What it do, baby? Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 733 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, June the 26th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. And you can find the show at Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode. You can also check out the entire Locked On Podcast Network, all the offerings we have there. And today, the Locked On Podcast Network and this show are brought to you by Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar you can buy. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On. You're going to get 10 bucks off your first order. More on them a little bit later on. Uh, on today's show, we're going to dive into some fun stuff with our very fun guest of today's show, who is my co-host on uh, Basketball and a uh, regular on this podcast, of course. It's Katie Heindel. Katie, what's going on? It's me. Um, <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> it's a me. Not much. Uh, I'm like just like a bit warm, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's hot in the city. It's hot in the city. <laughs> We're off to a rollicking start. Uh, it is warm. I, uh, I I'm 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 feeling it in my apartment. My apartment is a little bit toasty, kind of as a as its baseline. So I'm expecting to be sweltered by the end of the day. Sweltered? Is that like a? Can you use that in the past tense? Is that like an active thing you can be you can done? Now. Have been done to you? Well, it is now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> On today's show, we are going to have some fun. We're not going to wallow in the uh, sadness and despair of the NBA's return plans because uh, it's just too much. And also, we did like an hour and a half episode of uh, basketball yesterday talking about that. So if you want to hear our opinions on that, which uh, that episode was recorded before Florida uh, posted a 9,000 new case count, which is nearly double their previous high. And also 16 NBA players are confirmed to have tested positive of the 302 who were tested. Um, a number that will surely skyrocket once you send all of these players to the literal epicenter of the global pandemic uh, in not exactly a secured bubble. So we'll, mm-hmm. we're not going to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. linger on that too much because you know what else can we say about it i'm sure we'll have plenty of things to talk about next week when florida gets thirty thousand cases in a new day or something like that uh, but for today we're going to have a little bit of fun to sort of riff off of a topic that was the big topic on raptors internet 
yesterday, which was in response to Vince Carter retiring, which we talked about with Big V yesterday. There was a lot of conversation about Jersey retirement, which of course was a conversation that was also had like two months ago when it was deemed that Vince Carter had probably played his last NBA game when the Hawks were ruled out of returning to the NBA bubble. Uh, but here we are again talking about Vince Carter retiring, which I'm always good to talk about Vince Carter, but the retirement stuff is very silly. Like the number of retirement stuff. I think we've all established that, uh, you know, I think on this podcast, you and I in particular have established, we don't think retiring numbers is cool. You should keep those numbers in circulation, let people honor people their own way if they want to. Uh, and also there was just like a cavalcade of moron takes from like Americans being like Vince Carter, best Raptor in history. Vince Carter, first guy to get his number retired. Chris Bosh, second best Raptor in history. Whole manner of insane takes. Uh, Kyle Lowry is the best Raptor in team history. He should be the first person, if any, to get their jersey retired. This is not even a debate. This is like debating pizza against like a cold, wet noodle. Uh, pizza is better. I'm sorry. Um, as is Kyle Lowry. He is over everything, as is pizza. Um, so based on that topic, we decided to really lean into the whole Jersey retirement talk, Katie. Uh, I was yesterday sort of perusing through the numbers of players worn in franchise history. And this kind of all came out of the idea of number 15, which is a very popular number in Raptors history in terms of fan favorites. You've got Vince Carter, of course, but also your favorite and mine, Amir Johnson and Jorge Garbajosa, who wore that number. And I made some sort of joke like, oh, well, yeah, Vince should have 15 retired, but also so should Amir Johnson. And uh, that you know received all the engagement I wanted it to online, which is good. Um, but off of Wait, that- Wait, did you get- did you Sorry. get hateful engagement from that? I had one person who didn't get it and said, uh, Amir Johnson, come on. He was good, but let's be real. And I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. How long have you been following me? Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you can't pick up the tone here. But um, I thought based off of that and the number 15 debate, I, I thought we could go through the entire history of Toronto Raptors uniform numbers and decide if we were to retire every number in the book for Toronto and I guess force players to wear triple digit numbers or something like that going forward, who would be the guy who was honored with that Jersey retirement among all the players in team history to have worn that number? There are a lot of guys, obviously 255 different players who have played for the team at some point throughout history and, uh, or, or 255 different numbers worn. Some guys have worn different numbers, stuff like that uh, during their tenure, but 255 different Jersey numbers have been worn. And most of these numbers have been worn by multiple people. So it leads to fun debate. Katie, are you ready to decide which player who has worn each number in Raptors history is uh, in line, should be in line, if we're doing this, to retire their number. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're probably going to have to make this Let a multi-part episode because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like we're going to end up lingering on a couple of these numbers. Let's say today we probably go one through ten, uh, or double zero through ten, as it were, and then we'll, uh, we'll continue the series on from there. Let me say first, I really do like the idea of forcing players to wear, like, double and or triple digits almost like when you run out of license plate um yep. combination and they <laughs> added the fourth letter mm-hmm. i really like that i really like that plus it opens up number 420 for people to wear which uh you know got got gotta love that uh. i see you dion waiters <laughs> All right, Katie, let's dive into this here uh with the first number on our list as i mentioned double zero which has been worn by two players in Toronto Raptors history. Do you know the two players? No. 
Okay, the two players are Chris Garner, who played one season in 1998, and Eric Montross, who played for the ah. team from 2001 to 2002, was a bench hand, I believe, on one of the playoff teams. I think on the playoff team that ended up winning some rounds in the postseason. So my question to you, Katie, is Chris Garner or Eric Montross, who are you retiring? You know, I hold on. I got to queue up picks of both because it says how I'm going to decide. I like that. Some of them are going to be like, yeah, they're going to be based upon smiles. (laughs) That's sort of my, usually how I decide. Uh, Okay, let's see. Oh, I mean, Montrose played for the Pistons, so he's got that going for him for me. Mm -hmm. Ooh, but he also played for the Celtics. Ew, gross. I'm going to go Garner. This one came from the gut. Yeah. I mean, he looks very good in the Raptors purple jersey that's come up here. Yeah, uh, and I, I think Eric Montross was kind of always lauded as being a bad player. So yeah, Chris Garner, congratulations! You are the first Congrats. Raptor of all of the Raptors ahead of Kyle Lowry, ahead of anybody else, surely because of chronological number order. Chris Garner is the first player in Raptors history to have his number retired. Yay! Now we move on to a more interesting number with five players in the running and a lot of recent guys as well. Only since 2010 has this number been worn by the Raptors, and since then five guys have worn it. You've got, for number zero, just single zero, Marco Bellinelli, James Mm -hmm. Johnson, Jared Selinger, CJ Miles, and of course, Terrence Davis, who presently wears the number. Uh, I think based on uh, sordid histories, we're probably ruling out both Jared Selinger and James Johnson here, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, so it's down to Bellinelli, CJ Miles, and Terrence Davis. And I got to tell you, I have no idea who to pick here. <laughs> I mean, a deep and twisted part of me wants to pick Bellinelli. <laughs> um, but I love Terrence Davis. And I guess this is very just like revisionist and very current of me, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. Terrence Davis is a, is a very solid pick and I feel bad snubbing him. But I think I need to go with Marco Bellinelli here because, sorry, not Marco Bellinelli. I'm wrong. CJ Miles, I mean. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I was on Marco Bellinelli's basketball reference page. That's why I said that. Uh, CJ Miles, he was an extremely nice and kind man, really easy to deal with with media stuff, Uh, did some raps away from the court as well. Had a daughter who was just adorable, uh, and we got to sort of see the early day, days of Ava Miles when he was with the Raptors on the Instagram feed and everything like that. Um, he was part of that really fun bench mob as well, which I know uh, people really enjoyed, even though it ended poorly in the postseason. He hit a three in the eye of John Wall in the postseason in a big playoff game, I recall. And I, I just, I, I think CJ Miles for me is the guy. He was also part of the trade that netted Marc Gasol. And if without him, maybe that trade doesn't go through. That's so, true. Yeah. But I always thought you could retire um, his pajamas. Mm. And then you, that way you could get almost two retirements out of this number. Because mm-hmm. CJ, you could just retire a pair of CJ's PJs. And then you could still <laughs> retire Terrence Davis's uh, version of this jersey. Okay, well, I, I'm going to have to – I think we're going to flip for this uh, because okay. we can only retire one, and I think we've both made compelling cases here. And but Terrence PJs, Davis, no, there's no quota on p- pajamas. Just are we hanging the PJs up in the arena? Is this the idea? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can sure do the flip. Yeah, okay. So I have a coaster here uh, that's got writing on one side, no writing on the other side. We'll call the writing side heads, the no writing side tails. 
Uh, it's a Hamilton Tiger Cats coaster, I should say, um, because I'm a CFL boy, apparently. Uh, so heads, or you call it in the air, and we'll go with either Miles of Davis as the retired number. I can't see it in the air. That's okay. I'm not, honor system. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll tell you. All right. So call it now. Tails. It is heads. CJ Miles gets uh, retired to the rafters. Although Terrence Davis is going to get there soon, I would assume. It's not far Mm -hmm. off for him. Uh, But CJ Miles did a lot sort of in terms of enriching the experience during his short amount of time. So I think it's deserved. Uh, We're going to get to the other numbers in the 1 through 10 range here in just a second. But first, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar you're ever going to try. It is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, 16 amazing flavors, and a whole bunch of new flavors as well that are constantly being released, limited release flavors, and all of that good stuff. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and you've got nut flavors flavors as well as chocolate and nut-free flavors for those with allergies. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're healthy too. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. One of my favorite flavors is peanut butter brownie. It's delicious. It's got 20 grams of protein, just 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, and 3 grams of net carbs. Some other hits for me are the banana flavors. you got banana chocolate cream, banana nut bread, You've got vanilla chocolate uh, cream as well, which is delicious. On the whole, Built Bars have seven times less sugar than Cliff Bars, which is crazy and a wonderful reason to go and pick them up right now at BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get 10 bucks off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 10 bucks off at BuiltBar.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Blinkist, which is a really, really great life hack if you don't have a lot of time to sit down and read and learn more. Blinkist is a super unique app that helps you do this, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. You can take the best key takeaways, the need-to-know info from thousands of nonfiction books, and it condenses them down into 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people are often known for how many books they read. Blinkist makes it easy for you to do this as well, and at your leisure. It can be during your commute, on your lunch break, whatever it is with the audio feature, or you can sit down and read the little summaries as well. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, and health to history books, and it has the latest titles from bestsellers lists, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read, but you never had time to. Right now is a time for learning and educating yourself on the history of systemic racism, police brutality, the prison system. All of that is super important to get right up on right now so you can have productive conversations with the people in your life. I would recommend you check out some of those types of books on Blinkist as well. You've got Me and White Supremacy by Layla Saad. You've got uh, the, the, the New Jim Crow, sorry, by Michelle Alexander as well. Tons of great titles for you to check out as you look to better yourself and educate yourself for conversations that need to be had right now. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want for one low price right now for a limited time. Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience too. Go to Blinkist.com NBA to try it for free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash NBA to start your free seven-day trial. And you're also going to save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com NBA. All right, Katie, we continue on to number one, which is one of the most worn numbers in Raptors history. 14 different players have gone number one. So this is going to be tricky. It begins in 1998 with Tracy McGrady, followed by Chris Childs, Chris Jeffries, Rod Strickland, Omar Cook, P.J. Tucker, Primoz Brezic, Roko Ukic, Jarrett Jack, Justin Dentman, Dominic McGuire, Jason Thompson, Patrick McCaw, and Paul Watson. 
Whew, a lot of names there. Some big names Damn. are McGrady, obviously. Is there someone in particular that stands out to you here? I mean, just for like notoriety and familiarity, Tracy McGrady. <laughs> but I do think he deserves it. I mean, no offense, Ukic. <laughs> Oh, Roko. Uh, see, I think PJ Tucker is the, is the name here, and I know I you didn't love even. PJ can Tucker. I be honest with you? I didn't even hear you say PJ <laughs> Tucker. So, as you like listed, could you mm, list them again? Yeah, Tracy McGrady, Chris Childs, mm. Chris Jeffries, Rod Strickland, Omar Cook, PJ Tucker, Primoz Brezic, Roko Ukic, Jarrett Jack, Justin Dentman, Dominic McGuire, Jason Thompson, Patrick McCaw, and Paul Waltz. Paul Watson, my man. Um. Yeah, PJ. Yeah. Well, so here's the interesting wrinkle with PJ is he only wore it in 2007. I believe he wore 32 when he came back to the Raptors after the deadline deal in 2016-17. At the same time, you know, PJ started his career with the Raptors. He was a rookie that year, same draft as Andrea Bargnani. Uh, and I feel like that is sort of a, like a deep cut retirement. If you do that, I mean, people still know it's PJ Tucker and they don't know necessarily that it's not from when he made his second run with the team. Are you bothered by the fact that it's just the number from when he made his first stint with the team? If this happens and a team actually wants to do this, do they ask the player like what number they prefer? That's an interesting question. Uh, wonder if they're like, do you feel strong? Because what if they don't even play with either of those numbers anymore? Yeah. So then are they kind of like, what's your what's your more positive association to which or, number? Or if you're the Lakers, you just retire two numbers. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a different, I feel like that's a different situation altogether, mm-hmm. but yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, I like this one because it's pretty obscure for PJ mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like his, you know, it's where he got his start. Yeah. It's definitely. where a young PJ Tucker came to, you know, he, he didn't know what he was going to be all about yet. He didn't know he was going to love riding around in convertibles with his top off. He didn't know he would become James Harden's protector you know, he didn't know all these things about himself uh, or the protectors of our protector of our hearts as well. Yeah. But, you know, this is where he got to start. So I like that. Yeah, I like it too. He has such a circuitous career that to sort of go back again, it's like a deep cut, you know, knew he was cool before he was cool type of thing. So I'm cool with PJ Tucker with number one. And that brings us to number two, which also features PJ Tucker. I misspoke. <laughs> he, uh, he was number two when he was with the Raptors in 2017. Oh. Uh, on this list, this is a pretty stacked group here. Uh, you've got Oliver Miller, of course, uh, you know, everyone's favorite pudgy fellow. You've got Vashawn Leonard, Gennaro Pargo, Derek Martin, of course, the man who hit the three to extend the most useless streak in basketball history, but it was all Raptors fans had at the time uh, when he kept the Raptors three-point streak alive. Sunday Atta Gaines, James Johnson again, Landry Fields, P.J. <laughs> Tucker, Nigel Hayes, and of course Kawhi Leonard. Um, I mean, the chalk answer here is Kawhi. Is there another argument for somebody here that you would like to make? I mean, you're sure it's not Landry? <laughs> I mean... As someone who really appreciated his appearance on Sing Your Face Off, the most underrated singing show in the history of reality television, I don't dislike the idea of Landry Fields here. But he I did also it's... forget how to shoot. Or not he, not, not forget, his arm stopped working so he couldn't shoot anymore. <laughs> That's true. I think it's funny to not retire Kawhi's number <laughs> out of this field. Um, and just to be 
serious for a split second. I don't think Kawhi is like the first jersey that should be retired for the Raptors. No. I also don't even know. I mean, I only know it in a very like almost in like the sense of like um, a fantasy novel or some like epic journeying story where you like hire a mercenary and then you keep (laughs) (laughs) you keep the like suit of armor or the weapon they use to like, you know, slay the thing that you hired them to 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 work for you for mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only reason i actually think you should kind of you know we we had this guy and he helped us get what we wanted but otherwise i don't really think you should retire Kawhi's jersey i agree I, I think there are plenty of other guys who won the title who were here longer that deserve that as well and he's gonna have a lot of other opportunities like if he stays in la Mm-hmm. I, I do feel like that's kind of the natural place. It's where he's from. It's where he wanted to go. Yeah. Like, let them retire it. So that's yeah. why my answer uh, is uh, Oliver Miller, for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Derek Martin because that three-point streak was one of the highlights of my young Raptors fandom. Uh, and I think it'd be really funny if that – it'd be kind of like Atlantic Division banners still hanging at the arena, like to, to hang something about that three-point streak tied to Did Derek they take Martin those down? I think they moved it into one banner. So they're Damn. just like Atlantic Division champions year, this year, this year, this year, this year, which good move, I think. Um, but I'm going to say Derek Martin, which again forces me to bring out our trusty Hamilton Tiger Cats coaster. You picking heads or tails, Katie? But the pettiness of having like a championship banner and then beside that, all your individual Atlantic Division banners, <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a, again, don't it's forget sort of, where you came from. Exactly. It harkened back, it harkens back to a simpler past. Uh, so, okay, Oliver Miller versus Derek Martin. I'm flipping the thing. Do you want heads or tails, Katie? Tails. All right. It is tails. Yeah. Oliver Miller, the large boy himself, gets My his guy. number retired. Congrats to Oliver Miller. We move on to number three, another loaded number. Uh, also, I guess James Johnson just wore every number when he was with the Raptors because he's on this Probably. list too again. Um, we've got, for number three, Jean Tabak, Chauncey Billups, Lamarck Baker, who's one of my favorite players ever because he played exactly one game, and I believe two <laughs> minutes in that one game, in his entire NBA career at age 28 after spending years and years trying to get to the NBA, plays one game, and then his career ends. Uh, one of the most truly remarkable players in NBA history. You've got current referee Haywood Workman, Tracy Murray, Lauren Woods, Juan Dixon, Marcus Banks, Hassan Adams, Gary Forbes, Kyle Lowry from his first season, Nando DiColo, James Johnson, and OG Ananobi. Which of these guys are you retiring, uh, Katie? Mm, I mean, to me, it's between Chauncey and OG. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of retiring every single number Lowry's ever looked at <laughs> or touched, um, along with number seven. I do like mm-hmm. that, but I don't think it's like necessarily he like embodies seven in a different way. Yeah. Uh, I think I, a sneaky one here is yeah. Nando DiColo because he's still technically uh, part of the team as they still have his rights <laughs> if he ever does come back. And that's been a fun little thing every year. The, 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 the honorary Blake Murphy mentioned in his annual salary cap piece of Nando DiColo, the qualifying offer he gets every year. Well, then you can't retire his number. I guess not. Because <laughs> he's still just like in the, hanging in the ether. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I like 
for me because Lamarck Baker is a pet project that I'm I want to track down for a story and I've been trying to for like three years. Um, he's kind of a, a fascinating option for me here too. Um, and then there's Gary Forbes, who people may not know or remember. He led the team in shots in the last game of the season, the Ben Uzo triple double game in 2012. That put the Raptors in position to get Terrence Ross in the draft, which of course led to Serge Ibaka and led to the NBA championship. It's Gary Forbes' uh, not fault, the opposite of fault. It's because of him that the Raptors have a title, maybe. I don't um, know. <laughs> I'm going to revoke my first choice, though, because I knew there was something in my mind about Chauncey, and I just made sure to check, and I forgot that he has a pretty problematic sexual assault allegation. Does he really? Yeah. So. I did not know that. Yeah. Um so no, I'm taking taking him out. Yeah. Striking him from the record. Uh and you know, I'm gonna go with my safest, nicest choice. I'm gonna pick OG. Yeah, I mean this this will please listener and friend of the podcast, Emma Brown. So we'll go mm-hmm. OG as the number three who's retired. Of course, he's going to continue to add to his uh, his legacy as well. I, I mean, frankly, what about scarves? Probably did it on its own. So congrats to him. It can be a, a banner made up of many scarves. <laughs> uh, we move on to number four uh, in just a second, actually. We'll get to that in one minute. But first, I want to tell people about rockauto.com, which for a car dummy like me is an absolute revelation it is a site that helps you find car parts very very easily even if you are like me fancy yourself car dum dum rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they've got everything from engine control modules brake parts tail lamps gas caps motor oil even new carpets whether it's your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkable Remarkably easy to navigate, quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for, for, for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to auto, rockauto.com, that is, right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So the note that we sent you as well. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you're ever going to need for your car at rockauto.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Katie, this might end up being like a 15-part series that we have to put together because uh, <laughs> we're taking some time to cruise through these, but that's okay because it's worth we talking can go about these guys. rapid fire if you want. I don't want to go rapid fire. It's fun. We move on to the sixth number on our list, the fourth number in the real world of numbers, number four. Uh, how many players? Ten players have worn this number in Raptors history. Make that nine Sheesh. players. I can't count. You've got from 1996, Vincenzo Esposito, then Sharon Wright, Michael Yogi Stewart, Jelani McCoy, Chris Bosh, Quincy Acey, Luis Scola, Lorenzo Brown, and currently worn by Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Does anybody stand out to you? Is Chris Bosh just so far ahead of the group here? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to pick like a like um 
like a shit posting pick, but <laughs> you can't really with this group. Yeah, Luis Scola was fun, but also uh, really derailed the team in the postseason that year. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the, the second half desperation sub-in of Luis Scola was uh, horrifying stuff back in the day. So yeah, Chris Bosh, congratulations. You move on and uh, you get honored with number four. I don't know if we'll ever see Chris Bosch get his actual number retired, but here in this exercise, he absolutely does. We move on now to number five, which is one of my favorite ones, at least in the early going here. Lots of interesting <laughs> candidates. You've got Michael Bradley, Jalen Rose, Will Solomon, Quincy Doobie, Jared Bayless, John Lucas III, Austin Day, Bruno Caboclo, Damari Carroll, and Stanley Johnson. There's not really anyone good on this list. I mean, Jalen Rose was a good player on some very bad teams. So this one is kind of fun to determine who ends up winning it. Who do you have here, Katie? I like Jalen. Yeah. But I like like post I like it post basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give him this one. See, I'm gonna pick Bruno because he was essentially I knew you would. <laughs> the mascot of the team for a couple of years, and it was really fun. And I, I vividly recall being at his first game that he got into where he scored the eight points in the fourth quarter against Milwaukee in the 40 point blowout. And the entire arena was chanting Bruno in place of defense for the entire second half. Uh, (laughs) And you know, you've got the, him being skittish at Drake, just trying to give him a dap. You've got him, uh, you know, plenty of the milk mustache stuff. The off court stuff for Bruno was pretty much his best contribution to the NBA. Um, So I'm going to say Bruno will flip the, coaster again do you have heads or tails katie bruno should maybe be the first i mean i'll i'll happily change my pick but because i was also just gonna say (laughs) bruno wouldn't it be wonderful if he was the first jersey that the raptors ever retired it'd be pretty awesome uh just masai ujiri just no reason my pick was fine okay we're retiring his damn number the pick was good Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. also as like a good reminder to yourself, you know, to so Masai can look up and see he sees the championship banner, but then he also is like, Oh yeah, Bruno. Yeah. You know, just like to add some yeah. you gotta have some semblance of balance. You can't be like every decision I make is the winning one. Sometimes you gotta humble yourself. Definitely. Uh okay, so Bruno, congratulations, you're getting retired. Uh next up, we've got number six, only worn by five players in Raptors history. And I think there's a pretty clear, obvious, like uh, like if you're going by the book chalk choice here, although I have an argument for one of these guys. So the number six, uh, we've got Jerome Moiso, Luke Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, Alan Anderson, and Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph is the correct, objectively right answer, right? Yeah. It's when you look up Luke Jackson, it's a baseball pitcher. So <laughs> that sucks for him. Um, yeah. It's Corey Joseph. Yeah. My argument for, uh Jerome Moiso is a historical one as well that it once again kind of sort of along the Derek Martin lines touches back to a moment in Raptors history from the dark days of course Jerome Moiso is one of the players that Sam Mitchell is not so subtly referencing during his famous zero 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 rant and I kind of like the idea of raising Jerome Moiso up but instead of the number six it's just zero comma zero comma zero comma (laughs) zero on the back of it like Stitched onto the back of a jersey? Just like instead of the, yeah, like it's the yeah. jersey banner, but it's just Moiso is the name and then zero, 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 zero. I think that would Do be pretty fun. Do you think jerseys are going to move into emoji ever? Like <laughs> no numbers, just emojis? I do. I mean, if we get to a point where the world hasn't uh, incinerated and 
you know, enough numbers have been retired by enough teams, we might, you know, a thousand years from now. Yeah, but then there'll be something, then there'll be something else other than emojis. Then they're like, who knows what, or I was going to say there won't be emojis, but I'm going to say, who knows what emojis will exist then? Yeah, the the, the world of emojis is just in its infancy still. Yeah, they're going to release a ton more. (laughs) Things that you really want that you don't have yet. So we're going Corey Joseph, unless you have been persuaded by my Jerome Moiso uh, no. argument. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in fairness, Jerome Moiso has not persuaded many people in his entire NBA career. Uh, <laughs> poor Jerome. Oh, we move on to number seven, Kyle Lowry. Duh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't even need to necessarily read the other names, but they are Alvin Robinson, Alvin Robertson, Clifford Rozier, Benoit Benjamin, D. Brown, Keon Clark, Clark, Nate Huffman, who died not too long ago. Rest in peace, Nate Huffman, and uh, Andrea Bargnani. It, it's Kyle Lowry by so Those so guys much. It's not even. Didn't funny. have a chance. No, Keon Sorry, Clark guys. maybe for a time was the best number seven on the team, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's Kyle Lowry for sure. We move on to number eight. Just four players on this one here. It's kind of interesting though. Very different cases for each of these guys. Okay. One of them is not involved. So the four guys, we got Jermaine Jackson, who is not involved. We've got Jose Calderon, the longevity, the you know top 10 player in franchise history, all-time assist leader until Kyle Lowry took over, all that good stuff. Um, we've got Bismack Biombo, who for my money Ooh. is the leader in Raptors history in fan favorite points per minute played. Like He just skyrocketed so quickly in that, in that one season. And then the fourth guy here is Jordan Lloyd whose photo is maybe the most like <laughs> famous photo in Raptors history. I, I don't know. This is tough. <laughs> Calderon, Biombo, Jordan Lloyd. Who do you got, Katie? As tough as it is, I think it's got to be Calderon. He's yeah. so nice. He's a and beautiful man. And even when man. he comes back now, he's so nice. And I've never seen a room or a hallway light up uh, than when people catch a glimpse of him or they're like, oh, Jose's here. Everyone is so happy. <laughs> Everyone is so happy. Yeah, that like extreme level of glee that permeates the hallways when he's just around and you can smell the Iberico ham. Uh, it's uh, not that he smells like ham. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not suggesting that, but you know, th- th- that, that sense is very much uh, a very real feeling when you're in the arena. So mm-hmm. yeah, this definitely goes to Jose Calderon. We move on to number nine. This is a tricky one. Actually, no, it's not tricky. There's one guy who's obvious. I, I was looking. Uh, I didn't see the, the last guy in the list here. So we got Sharon Wright appearing for the second time. Uh, I didn't know he was around long enough to wear two numbers, but apparently he was. Tony Massenberg, one of the OGs. Roy Rogers, Cornell David, Rick Brunson, bad person. No, thank you. Pop So, Macy O'Bastin, Joey Dorsey, Rasul Butler, rest in peace, and Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka wins here too, correct? Yes. Yeah, the recent Absolutely. guys have like a distinct advantage considering the title. It's it's kind of unfair to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Anybody, no, it is. If there were and also, a, sorry, go ahead. I mean, it's not just the title. I think you've you've also like this is probably the most charismatic and like get behindable group of guys mm-hmm. that they've maybe ever had. They've definitely Absolutely. had combinations of that, but like a full roster. We're so spoiled. Yeah, it's uh, it's truly, truly beautiful. Uh, the the way this team has come together, and it's just it's 
there's no shortage of charisma and charm. And I think most other teams are looking at the Raptors and most other fan base look at the Raptors and just like, why don't we have that? And it's uh, <laughs> a wonderful concoction of joy. The Raptors have, have put together here. If there were a second number nine of that list I laid out there, I mean, there's not much in the way of like real contenders. It's probably either like Rasul Butler or pop. So I guess it's not a, it's not mm. a bursting category. <laughs> yeah i'm still it's surge yeah all, yeah surge for sure for um, all he's done yeah definitely. still doing all his shows <laughs> this is a multimedia empire come on uh all right we move on to number 10 to close out today's podcast we will of course continue on with this exercise because this has been pretty fun <laughs> Uh, and also, we still don't have basketball. We might not have basketball if Florida keeps on screwing up. So we'll, uh, we'll milk this for all it's worth. The uh, final number, again, pretty academic. Milt Palacio, Euro Slokar, and DeMar DeRozan. DeMar, obviously, he's probably going to get his number retired for realsies at some point uh, mm-hmm. down the line. Um, it, it's nice to reflect on DeMar, man. I, I, I think even in the conversation in response to the Vince stuff, he's kind of forgotten a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, it's Chris Bosch. It's, it's Lowry. It's Vince. It's Kawhi. I mean, they don't get to the point that they did without the improvement DeMar made. He was a young gun. He was sort of the only bastion of hope in those down years in between Chris Bosch leaving and the Raptors getting good, even though he was still kind of, uh, you know, in a competition with Sonny Weems for who was going to be the better player down the line. Of course, he ended up emerging and, you know, not just for the on-court stuff, but he was a wonderful ambassador for the city. The first star really to stick around him and Kyle were the first two to do that, to stick around long-term and want to re-up and really embrace the city. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's not enough you can say about DeMar DeRozan. As much as he may have had his limitations that capped the team out on the court, he was a beautiful, beautiful person to root for. And uh, I wish him nothing but the best of luck and success down the line. You don't, yeah, you don't get this team without Demar. So you I literally like, don't get Kawhi without Demar getting as good as he did. Well, that's literally true. But I meant even like you go back, you trace it even farther, right? Like we talked about it before. He's the one who went to saw something in Lowry and went to him and was just basically like, "Look, like mm-hmm. we got to turn this around. Like, do you do you want to work together? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> we could really make something here. Like, if that conversation never happened." you know, not only would they never be in a position to get Kawhi and like win a title, just like not the, none of the history that we love and probably many of the players that are now on this team would ever have like come to fruition and we, we just like wouldn't exist, you know? So I think like, I don't know, you know how I feel about tomorrow. And I think the tomorrow erasure is always extremely weird to me and I try not to get worked up about it, but because I know better and I know a lot of people know better, but I, it just still baffles me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's out there and like he absolutely like deserves like Lowry is I think yeah Lowry is like who it should be first always but I think before Lowry DeRozan was the one who like really committed and was like I want to stay here there were years when Lowry like didn't really want to be in Toronto anymore he wanted sure. to leave it seemed in yeah. 2017 whatever that yeah. was right like it seemed like yeah. he was on his way out there just wasn't the market for him so exactly and I don't think DeRozan never I mean even when he was traded he didn't want to go yeah so yeah I think like you've got to look at that loyalty and in Toronto that's been such a rare thing and then he kind of like set he set a different tone like he made it be like a you know a desirable thing to want to stay here definitely um 
Katie, so I, I think- excluded. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Katie, I think that will uh, conclude this portion of the exercise. There are still so, so many numbers for us to get to. We'll get to uh, numbers 11 through 20 probably next week. Um, do you have any last thoughts, parting shots, or things to plug? I feel like we this was like an easy intro. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to get like, weird soon. We got most yeah. of the, the classics out of the way already. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get as weird as I anticipated, so... <laughs> Uh, this was like a good easy into it. Just wait till we um, get to like number 14. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I mean, you know, you, you, all you beautiful people know where to find me. Sorry. I feel like I have heat stroke. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks. Drink some water, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, find Katie at whatevs, basketball feelings, all that good stuff. You're you're none. I'll plug it for you if you won't. Um, oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, that was pretty fun to, to write. You know, the, yeah. I wrote a year none about the, the, the latest one is about the Memphis Grizzlies, and they are as much fun to write about as they are to watch. Definitely. Uh, also, uh, check out our podcast, uh, Basketball, which had an yes. episode that came out yesterday. <laughs> if you want to check that out, uh, you can also find me at Woodley Sean. You can subscribe to, rate, and review this podcast wherever it is you get your podcast. Also, please do so for all the Locked On Podcast Network shows that you like. If you're a Toronto sports fan, we got other shows for you too. We got Locked On Lease with Mike DiStefano. We've got Locked On Blue Jays with AJ Andrews, both excellent shows. And I believe next week, we're going to join up for a Toronto sports roundtable episode uh so that should be a lot of fun check out that for either later next week or early the week after that and uh i will also note if you're a hockey fan if you're a fan of drama if you're a fan of draft lotteries and random weirdness tonight on the locked on podcast networks the social feeds on locked on live as well as the locked on live youtube account and the uh twitch account for locked on live too there's gonna to be a live reaction show to the nhl draft lottery starting at 7 30 hosted by our detroit red wings hosts nolan and ethan but joined by a whole bunch of other other hosts who are miserable yet hopeful that their very bad teams will win the uh draft lottery tonight and get alexi lafreniere who is apparently quite good at hockey so if you're into that please check out the locked on live feeds at 7 30 i'll be tweeting about it and whatnot and sharing around retweets uh, so please join us. That should be a lot of fun. And that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will talk to you again on Monday or Tuesday sometime next week with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.